Welcome to the Three Hokage's 15th episode. And today's episode is going to be about all things that DC has screwed up. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. We, we, ha- we have a long list right now uh, of things we're going to cover. Uh, a lot of DC news has transpired over the past week and a half or so. Well, let's start with um, Batwoman actually uh, exiting. The, well, the actress Ruby Rose, uh, who played Batwoman in the CW show, exiting the show. Um, I think she only she just finished the first season, which uh, some have watched it. I personally have only seen the crossover episodes. So she's leaving. She didn't tell us why. Uh, so everyone's speculating as to what caused her to depart. It's the first time they've actually had to either consider swapping out characters or recasting the title role of a CWDC show. I mean, okay, I'm not going to lie. I did not watch Batwoman. I also tend to not watch anything DC outside of um, Black Lightning, so I didn't really care. But it's just completely biased, huh? Yes, because DC sucks. Sorry, I said it. I'm a Marvel <laughs> image kind of girl. Okay, that's just me. Marvel and image. I do think it's interesting that she's leaving, but on top of the fact that she's leaving, they're not even going to have the character, what, what was her name for the show? Kate Kane? Like, they're not even having the, the next Batwoman be Kate Kane. They're changing it completely to a new person being Batwoman. Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting, but I guess it also allows them to kind of create an entirely different, um, well, it's, it's not, obviously it's going to be a different character, but entirely different world around that character, like a whole new backstory and everything for that character as well. I mean, you, know, you can always blame it on um, Barry screwing up the timelines again. Yeah, this is, this is Barry's fault, him and the timeline. This is, <laughs> this is remnants of Flashpoint. Exactly. <laughs> You know, I, I think um, as someone who watches the majority of the DC slash CW shows, um, I have to admit Batwoman is one that I did not watch. Um, and I think the CW, DC shows, they, they should get more love than what they've been given. But just from the standpoint of they at least try to stay true to some DC source material in the sense of that they embrace the characters. Um, so... I have to admit, when Ruby Rose announced that she was no longer going to play the role of Batwoman, it didn't really impact me. I said, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll try out season two. Because um, season one is completely forgettable to me. Now knowing that they're not even going to recast the character, but introduce a completely new character, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, just from a standpoint of, well, why not? Why can't they just recast the character? What does this mean long term? Um, is it just going to be like a, a knockoff of the character? Because that's what it seems like. But I don't understand the purpose of creating a brand new character just for this show. I think that they're doing that because that way, maybe they and behind the scenes they have discussions with her. Maybe she'll come back. Um, that rather than have it be totally recast uh, as um, someone else replacing Kate Kane's character. They can, I don't know, maybe a few episodes in, maybe she may make an appearance or, or something. I, I don't know. I mean, even if, say, if they later on, Ruby Rose, does, the actress Ruby Rose doesn't come back, maybe they recast Kate Kane as someone else. So now you have, say, two Batwomen. And I, I don't know. It just, I guess they figure rather than recast it, it will just make a whole new character that um, I believe uh, the new character uh, may have made an appearance at some point in the DC comics. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I think the character is uh, Ryan Wilder. Um, yeah. I'd, yeah, but other than that, I've, I've, I think I've seen the first 
four episodes of uh, Batwoman. I was like, okay, this is eh, it's okay. It didn't draw me in, honestly. Um, not that every uh, CW show is a hit right off the off the bat, but it just it really wasn't. Um, it didn't really it didn't really pull it didn't really attract me to the to the show. It just I think I, I think I had enough with uh, Arrow and Flash and the goofiness of Legends of Tomorrow. So Batwoman really didn't really excite me. Yeah, like if they wanted to do something new with Arrow. I would feel, I would think it was weird if they didn't have Stephen Amell in the show in some capacity, or if they try to recast Oliver Queen. Um, but again, Arrow kicked off this entire generation of CWDC shows. I don't, you know, it's no offense to Ruby Rose, but she was never memorable to me in, in, as that character. Uh, it's no offense to the fans of that character. When you think of someone like Bruce Wayne, um, the an iconic character. We've had some big actors play that role. They always cast, recast Bruce Wayne. They never say, ah, well, Christian Bale did a good job or Michael Keaton did a good job. We won't recast Bruce Wayne. We'll create someone called Tim Wilson and just have him, you know, be a Bruce Wayne knockoff. <laughs> I just Wilson. don't get it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what's the point? You know, I mean, maybe the story will be interesting. Uh, you know, I'll see how it develops. And again, I'm not the biggest Batwoman fan. But it just doesn't make sense to me from a standpoint of, well, why not just go with the character that's already established? Yeah, I'm more of a uh, Batgirl fan. And I think maybe because yes. Batgirl get, would get a lot more publicity and a lot more, uh, um, uh, not so much screen time, because definitely in the comics and definitely in the, in the animated series and stuff, you see a lot more Batgirl than you do Batwoman. So that's why I think it's more familiarity with me. Like, okay, let's let's see what the, let's see um, Barbara Gordon or whoever else they're going to make as uh Batgirl as opposed to Batwoman. I mean, I really, I just, let's see what happens with the crossover episodes. To me, the DC uh, CW uh, crossover episodes are usually the best episodes throughout the entire season of all of the shows. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 What? Take that what? back. Take what? that back. Because that's, that's saying that the crossover was the best part of Black, of Black Lightning and that was not. So I need you to walk that back. <laughs> Walk your statement back now, sir. You don't even watch the other shows. How are you going to rate it? You're just going to rate it. Okay. I don't care right. because I'm just going to say I watched the crossover. That was not the best part of Black Lightning to me. It was not. It was like, eh, okay, this is. Well, honestly, they underused Black Lightning in the crossover. But to be honest, Black Lightning, I'm surprised they actually put him inside the crossover because originally they were going to say that his, he was outside their total universe altogether and that he would never even see the Arrow or none of those guys. Uh, so Maybe they realized that uh, she was going to leave the show and that's why they brought in Black Lightning. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, we don't we don't have all of the uh, information. It, well, the answer. Well, that's that's a given. But I was just saying the information behind the scenes. But um, we're allowed to make everything up. It's the internet. <laughs> yes, we, we have enough of those people and bots out there to do that. But uh, as more information becomes available to us, we'll definitely share with everybody about the uh, new season of Batwoman, which will probably, uh, well, definitely be coming out in 2021. I highly doubt it's going to be coming out uh, end of this year. Um, but that being said, we're going to still stick with DC. Uh, we're because gonna it more, sucks. <laughs> well, because K said DC sucks because of K. Uh, yep. We're going to move on <laughs> over to the Snyder Cut. Um, recently, HBO Max said that they're going to be the only people to release the uh, Zack Snyder or Snyder Cut version of the Justice League. Uh, that'll be available in mid or May um, 2021. Uh, so there's no rush to get HBO Max anytime soon. You know, you're not going to get uh, any special benefits of uh, uh, 
subscribing to the HBO Max right now, but sometime in 2021, they're going to release the Snyder Cut. As many of you guys know, Justice League came out in 2017. Uh, it was probably a hit and a miss. Uh, most people, uh, as far as the you know, uh, Rotten Tomatoes and, and uh, the way that the receipts go, box office receipts, it was not as popular as any of the Avenger films. Uh, it did decent. It did well, but not uh, you know as well as say like an Avengers or uh, Infinity War kind of move. Have you guys read up on the Zack Snyder cut? Are you excited to see the Zack Snyder cut, or actually, will you see the Zack Snyder cut uh, no. when it comes out? No, she said no, <laughs> defiantly no. I, I heard there might be a, a black light inciting inside a Snyder cut. Will you go see it then? No. Well, it's possible. You know why I think it's possible? Because I don't think there really is a Snyder cut anymore in the form that it was originally talked about. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's morphed into a, a completely different form and it's taken on a life of its own. Um, and rightly so. Um, I'm not mad at DC or anyone else. They're just trying to secure the bag at this point and they see how big it is. So, hey, why not make a documentary out of the Snyder Cut and not actually focus on creating movies properly the first time? Wait, it's not going to actually be a film or it's going to be a documentary about the film? Well, I think it's supposed to be a film, but I'm looking at it as (laughs) a documentary. It's more like a a making, a behind-the-scenes you, know, you so. ever love a movie so much, you just start watching the extras and the behind-the-scenes clips. I'd, and- I'd be so mad if, if they did that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've done that, uh, actually, with, with regards to watching behind-the-scenes. Like, um, Disney Plus has the behind-the-scenes stuff on The Mandalorian. Now, I watched it because always, I'm always interested to see the uh, behind-the-scenes tech on how special effects are made and you know, all of that kind of information. But uh, some people won't. And I think a lot of people would be really upset if it ends up just being a documentary and not the actual... Uh, theatrical release of uh, Snyder's work uh, from what the internet says uh, of what was included inside the Snyder's cut is about uh, almost an hour and a half more footage about stuff like Cyborg's backstory, a lot more fighting with um, uh, Steppenwolf, actually screen time with Darkseid, which he never made an appearance inside of uh, either uh, Batman vs Superman, or inside of Justice League. So, I would be interested to see it. I am not going to subscribe to HBO Max to see it. So, hopefully, they figure something out and make it available elsewhere. Because I'm not going to pay a monthly subscription just to watch the Zack Snyder cut. Someone on someone's going to put this online, YouTube or something, uh, to make it available for other people to watch. I'm sure. Of course, I, I do you have do. HBO Max. There we go. Not <laughs> not on purpose. I, <laughs> not I, on. How do you not have it on purpose? Because I, I had HBO now. Um, so I guess I had HBO, I don't know, through some, maybe it was through Amazon or it's through some other, there's so many streaming services. Sense. I don't know how I have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not planning on get, oh, I think it's through Hulu. You have it through Hulu. It's like an add-on. Mm-hmm. I was not planning on getting HBO Max because I figured what's the point in having another streaming service. And I also have DC Universe. And it just wasn't drawing me in. But apparently they just switched the app over to HBO Max. I don't know how I have it, but I have it. So I do plan on watching the the Snyder Cut. I know it's not going to be a documentary, but that's how it feels to me. It's like every movie has, you know, edited scenes, cut scenes. But what's the point if it's going to be a completely different movie? It wasn't, they didn't get it right the first time. And it's not, it's not in front of Snyder. 
but it's it's more about DC and Warner Brothers. Imagine them redoing Avengers Endgame. Like, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> like, like, wow. <laughs> with a completely different storyline. It's like, okay, that's good. That's fun. But you should still be able to put in the original movie and enjoy it from the beginning to the end. And you can't. And that's the problem if people keep rewarding bad filmmaking with, okay, we're going to just change everything until the fans like it. It makes no sense to me. I mean, Unless they're going to give it for free. Wait, but it worked for um Sonic. <laughs> so... Well, Sonic but was just it was a graphical change. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's just, we're just going to change the way he looks. This is a movie that's been out for how many years? They're going to redo the movie, and now they're going to refund anybody the money they spent on the original movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got buyer's remorse? Like, I mean, yeah, so it's like fan fiction at this point that, you're, that a studio is actually recreated on the big screen. Now, but, will I watch it? Yes. But uh, I don't like <laughs> the precedent it could be set in. Just get it right the first time or try to get it right. Well, the first I, honestly, time. I think this would have came out. I, I think, you know, Snyder's, I think his daughter had passed away. And so he left the film production and they had hired uh, Whedon to come in. But I think it's also DC's fault for allowing Whedon to come in and then really drastically change yeah. shooting stuff. That should They should have put their foot down and said, no, Snyder's done this. We're going to stick to his script, literally, and, and push the rest of the stuff out. But instead, they go to Whedon and it became what it is. Whereas, you know... Um, it just wasn't a great movie. It was a lot of stuff yeah. that I, it felt was, it felt incomplete. Um, and I think a lot of people, that's probably why a lot of people are still clamoring for that Snyder Cut, knowing that there was some other content out there that existed. That we should we should have only seen this, no? Like, not so much the behind the scenes, but the extras, no? Hoping that you would see a better villain than Steppenwolf. No, everyone was thinking it was going to be Darkseid, and you don't get that. That's... I don't think I don't equate it to the same as you know, them redoing entirely Avengers, unless you knew for a fact that oh the rumors and everything on the internet was that uh, they were going to introduce Thanos in, in Infinity Wars, and they didn't. They introduced Modok as a bad guy, and <laughs> and I was like oh I would love to have seen Thanos. Oh, and I heard they had Thanos. They had Josh Brolin working behind the scenes to do this. I would have loved to see it. And then Marvel comes out. Oh, we're going to uh, release the uh, the Russo cut. And the Russo cut comes out, and it's got you no know, Thanos instead of Modok, and I think fans would be excited. Uh, but again, I think anyone um, would be interested to see it. I don't know about excited, but interested to see it. But it's it's not enough for me to sign up to HBO Max. But a villain is only as good as the story connected to it. Exactly. And I don't know how drastically different the story would be that could make for a more compelling villain. I agree, because I think what made Thanos great villain was that here's someone that was able to go toe-to-toe with all the superheroes that we've seen for the last decade and, like, cut them down you know, with the snap of his fingers, make them all, like, half of them disappear. So that's, just, like, this is really... He actually won. Yeah. He actually yeah. won. So. Yeah. yeah, actually, he, he won. He you know, he retired and went to his little cabin in the woods making his uh, ramen out there. <laughs> but... um. I don't. I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do with um, uh, the Snyder Cut. Uh, we, I guess we'll have to wait until sometime next year to to, to give us give you guys a in depth review. Uh, unless we do a screening party with uh, Kareem's uh, uh, HBO Max account. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I have to sit there and watch it. And I don't care to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll have K live tweet the the entire yes. uh, movie. I think that's the best route to go. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. Shut up. If you have, if you guys haven't realized by now, K's are Twitter fingers. <laughs> I really am. I'm sorry. Like, I tweet a lot. Yeah. 
because it's like I want to talk to people while I'm watching something, but I'm like, wait, did you see that? And I'm like, oh, I'm watching it by myself. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, while, while we're still discussing Justice League, let's move over to the animated division. Uh, they put out maybe a few weeks ago, or maybe actually maybe a month ago. It's been so long sitting here in our bunkers, the COVID-19 bunkers. Uh, but DC animated division had put out Justice League Dark. Um, I know I've seen it. I believe Kay saw it. A cream. I actually saw it. Are you shocked? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, Kay actually saw it. It had nothing to do with Black Lightning and Kay saw it. So that's, this is uh, a miracle. It is. So it is. <laughs> but actually, I, it was okay. It wasn't like the best thing I've ever seen, but I wasn't like, I wasn't, dis- I wasn't disappointed. Mm-hmm. I went in expecting it to be blah, and I was like, "Oh, it's not blah. It's okay." Yeah, I, I uh, well, the animated division does uh, leaps and bounds better than uh, their films, their the yeah. live action, as well as I believe is better than uh, Marvel's animated division as far as their Disney stuff and, and yeah, those cartoons. I enjoyed it. I, I think it's to me is probably right up there with Flashpoint the animated movie. Uh, without going too deep into the plot. Pretty much, uh, it starts off with Justice League discovers that Darkseid is his uh, planet is just outside the solar system. They're going to take the fight to him. They're going to attack him. Go to his home world. Uh, he's already prepared for them, and he basically massacres the entire Justice League, with the exception of a few uh, individuals, awesome. like uh, John Constantine, a few others. Uh, Darkseid basically keeps as his minions or his slaves or whatever have you so the movie takes place uh several months uh actually yeah about six months into the future and it's now you know john constantine and the leftovers fight dark side and, and and regain control of earth and their solar system so i'm gonna I'm keep we'll keep it bare bones as far as the plot goes from there but it's definitely definitely graphic as far as the uh the battles go and people and the death scenes and stuff i and I, I think that's to me is what i enjoy about dc they don't really pull uh pull their punches with regards to the animated shows which is good it's like nope you're gonna die we want you to see that it's gonna die although it still always gets rewritten anyway because you know this is not the final DC movie. So it's for you to think that a lot of people are going to die and never come back. Obviously that's not true because then they would have no material going forward. So yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is worth the watch. I believe it's about 90 minutes. Uh, it's available to purchase online or if, or if you want to go to a store and, uh, and purchase the, the DVD and Blu-ray. That's You can't available. go to a store and buy anything yet. You can go States to Target. You, you, can go to, you can go to Target true, and wait on a long line. If you oh, want. wait, wait, right, because aren't like targets closed? Like a number no, of them are closed. Not, I, I drove past the target in the Lower East Side. The, the line was wrapped around the block to get inside of there. So, uh, no thanks. It, Order it online. To get inside legally or no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> these were not looters. These were these were uh, uh, just normal individuals just purchasing stuff legally. There was there was no uh, looting or rioting at this time. Uh, yeah, but I digress. But definitely, uh, Justice League Dark was was a good film. It always makes me wonder who would win in a fight between Darkseid and um, Thanos. I mean, Thanos, you know, he's a titan. You know, Darkseid has all kind of powers and stuff. So. I would love to see a fight between the two of them. Yeah, but it, it depends on which Dark version side. of Dark Side they use. Um, that's the thing with DC. They have so many versions of characters mm-hmm. um, that you never know one day to the next which version they're going to have someone face. Um, yeah. I, I love Dark, I love um, Justice League Apocalypse. It was, it was incredible to me. I, mean, mm-hmm. I think it was a good send-off. Uh, one question I have about the plot, the initial plot, 
is it's like if we were all discussing that we want to overthrow Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. And we're saying all of this in front of an Alexa device. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's gonna know somehow. <laughs> maybe it's the Alexa device, and maybe we shouldn't say all of these things. But yeah, see hey, that, that's, yeah. that's just me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I think it was an, an excellent story and you know a, a really good send off. Um, yeah, but I don't think they realized back. that whole thing of how how Darkseid was able to be prepared for them. Now, I don't think they ever figured that one out, which should have been figured out a long time ago, you guys. You would have thought Batman would have figured that out. Like, um, yeah. dude, so it's something, it, like, really, it's something that Batman would have done himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially, especially since it wasn't a spoiler. It was something that they showed us, like, within the first, actually, before they, yeah, before the first 10 minutes of the show, they, they already reveal how Thanos knows that you got, that Justice League is coming for him. So it wasn't like, oh, spoiler alert. Da, 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 da. coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't truly a spoiler, but um, it's, it's worth watching. If you've seen any of the other Justice League films, even Flashpoint, any of the other animated ones, I would say I'll give it, I'll give it three out of four stars if we thought if we throwing it out as far as the rating goes. I, I would say it wasn't the best one, but it was pretty damn good. Yeah, maybe two out of four. Oh Jesus! Look, it's not, <laughs> not even two and a half. Just two. fine. I'll be nice. It's two and a half because you like. I'm sorry. Who did not know what was gonna that the end was gonna happen? Like seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, is anybody surprised about what happened at the end? No, because it's always him, and he's always got to change stuff. And it's just like, you know what? You're suffering. It's miserable. Hold on. Just do this. One more thing for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. So, like I said, it's, it's, this is not a series finale. This is not the last DC animated show. So, you no, know, people who will get killed obviously would, would come back to life and, 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 and survive or Whatever. We're not gonna. We try, I'm trying my best not to tell you who's gonna come back and who doesn't. But check it out the film. They all come back. Let us know in your comments what, what you guys think of it. <laughs> they, all, they, all, they all come back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't guarantee that, but because we don't know what the next Justice League is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know exactly what's gonna happen. And changes that occurred in this one for the better for people. No, mm-hmm. those are wiped away. So people are now no longer in their better versions of themselves. They go back to their previous selves without any knowledge of what they could become. Well, we don't yeah. know that for sure yet. Yeah, so it goes back to showing what's going to happen um, uh, in the next Justice League. I don't even know what the next Justice League film is going to be. So we'll, we'll see. what We'll figure that. Well, they'll figure it out and we'll, we'll sit back and wait and watch it. And the great thing is, actually, they don't really need any, like, as long as the animators can still animate right now, they could be working on it right now because they don't need to be together in a room. Like, yeah. it kind of works. True. Especially with, with voice actors, too. You know, they don't need to all be together to, to do their work. Like, right now, Marvel should be looking at, okay, how do we best what DC just did? That's what Marvel should be thinking right now. Marvel, the only way, the only thing DC's, uh, Marvel's done better uh, than them is put out a you know, full on, uh, movie uh, like Into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Other than that, that yeah. that was visually beautiful. So, uh, other but other than that, you know, Into the Spider Verse versus a whole collection of DC's animated uh, movies. No, uh, still uh, not yeah, good. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse isn't that isn't that great to knock out no. knock DC out the box. I'm sorry. No, Marvel's got a long way to go. So, so would seeing. And I love the DC animated movies. I, I think I own all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what scene 
would you say was as memorable as the What's Up Danger scene from Into the Spider-Verse? Uh, inside of like the um, inside the Justice League Dark film, like what's comparable to it? No, in any of the DC animated films. I would probably have to go back to Flashpoint. I mean, Flashpoint is still not my favorite DC animated film. So I would probably say, um, that was the war on the lands. Basically when the Lantians and the Amazonians are fighting like in the UK, uh, that they're just basically clashed. That to me was, was a pretty hot scene. Okay. We know Kay doesn't watch uh, a DC animation, so we're not even going to bother. Thank you. Thank no. you for being so brave. <laughs> no no now I would, I would be pissed if this was the last DC animated film, um, but thankfully I don't have to worry about that being the case. I'm just interested to know what the next one would be. Yeah, that's a good question. But let us know your thoughts. What what would be a good DC animated film uh, that they should work on next? Let us know in your comments uh, on our site. Let us know. Thank you for listening to the Three Hokages podcast. Um, hit us up on social media. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Um, let us know what you think about the Snyder Cut, uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Um, or DC in general. Uh, There's plenty to talk about, including who your favorite villain is. Um, Thanks for joining us. Let's get it. No itch, you wanna kick it, cause it's pre old day. When I spray, roll a three hoke, I gave. Beyond sight, think a nightmare, we move all ways. It's hard to see three ninjas when they move on stage. Now we're tuned of the sound of the new old age. Book words more clever, the stakes is higher, the stakes is higher. Based on the day, it's wire. The culture ain't a case of day to day, a tiger. Respect the frame, the bands is fire. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Yeah.